Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to On The Clock here on Forward Progress, a part of the Hammer Betting Network. I'm Rob Pizzola. Today, I will be drafting for the Tennessee Titans, putting myself in the GM's role for the Tennessee Titans, number 11 overall in the first round of this year's NFL draft. If you're new to this series, this is the fourth video. We've done the Dallas Cowboys, the New Orleans Saints, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will continue to move through the NFL teams. If there's a specific team that you would like to see, hit me up in the comments. Let me know. Also, at the end of this, let me know how you think I did drafting for the Tennessee Titans in this year's NFL draft. Now, the Titans are an interesting case because they were 7-3 and three heading into Thanksgiving last year. They finished the year 7-10. and 10. They got crushed by injuries down the stretch. We'll take a look at their roster in a second, but we have to understand what the market thinks of the Titans going into this year. Right now, they're 45-1 to 1 to win the AFC team. AFC, excuse me. Only two teams have longer odds than them. That's the Colts and the Texans, which happen to be in the same division. So Tennessee finds themselves in a very weird spot, plus 235 to make the playoffs. And they're in a weird spot because the two teams that are worse than them in the AFC happen to be in the same division. The division is very winnable. Trevor Lawrence injury for Jacksonville. Maybe the Titans just have a great year overall. They get a lot of you know, solid play out of Ryan Tannehill. Who knows? But this is a team that technically is not that far from the playoffs just because of the way that things are going to shape up for them next year. However, this team is ways away from winning a Super Bowl. Bunch of holes. So I think the mentality going into this draft is going to be to address as many positional needs as possible and potentially try to accumulate more picks. Let's go through the roster really quickly for the Titans. So, Wide receiver, one of the worst wide receiving groups in the entire league. Traylon Burks, Nick Westbrook-Akine, Kyle Phillips as their slot receiver. They lost Robert Woods in the offseason. This is a bare-bones receiving core. They need receivers. They need a playmaking receiver. They need multiple receivers. But that's not all. This offensive line is an absolute disaster of an offensive line. A lot of this is to do with who they're going to lose in free agency. Nate Davis signed with the Chicago Bears. Huge loss. One of the best guards in the NFL, only 26 years old. Ben Jones, their starting center, is a free agent right now. Taylor Lewan, 32 years old, suffering from injuries over the past few seasons, also a free agent. They bring in Andre Dillard from the Eagles. Now, Andre Dillard penciled in here as a left tackle. Not sure where he's going to play. He was a backup offensive lineman with the Eagles. That's not to say that he's a bad offensive lineman. The Eagles had studs at the tackle positions. However, this is arguably the worst offensive line in football right now. 
pretty much every position can be addressed. This could be a draft where the Titans just seek to draft multiple offensive linemen and receivers. Or just load up at the best position possible, best players possible. We'll see how it goes. Tight end, they're okay. Okonkwo had a decent season. Good pass catcher. Leaves a lot to be desired in the run blocking game. Could probably add some tight end depth. Quarterback's the most interesting of them all because Ryan Tanhill's getting older and older. Malik Willis was drafted in the third round. From what we saw out of him as a pro, didn't look great. Does not look like the quarterback of the future. I think the Titans are not a team that needs to reach on a quarterback, but if someone falls into their lap, absolutely worth taking. Running back Derrick Henry, despite the, the rumors that he would be cut or traded, um, he's still there. Could always add a depth running back late in the draft, but it's not a priority. Offense is bad, really bad. Many, many positions of need on the offensive side of the ball that we will look to address. Defensively, I like this defense. Defensive line, Danico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, big playmakers, Harold Landry on the outside. They bring in Arden Key from Jacksonville. They bring in Aziz El Shair from the San Francisco 49ers. Front seven is pretty solid overall. Not the best in the league, but solid where it's not an area that you would prioritize over others. Corner, pretty deep group of corners. They, they signed Sean Murphy Bunting, who will be their nickel back, cover other slot receivers. Murphy Bunting's solid. His issue has been staying on the field. But if you look at the depth at this position, Christian Fulton, Caleb Farley, Roger McCreary, I don't think corner needs to be prioritized at all for the Titans. Safety, you could argue they might want to look for someone who's a long-term answer uh, out aside, you know, out from on the opposite side of Kevin Byard. Imani Hooker didn't have the greatest season, but really the defense as a whole is pretty solid. I mean, they lack a lot of top-end talent, but this is a draft where I think the Titans really have to address offense going forwards. There's just too many needs on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that's going to be the priority. That's not to say that we just don't take defensive players at all at any point, because definitely can. There's going to be situations where players drop, whatever. But where they're sorely lacking right now is on the offensive side of things. All right. We'll bring up Pro Football Focus, and we're going to go to the same settings that we've been doing previously in these videos. So Titans picking 11th overall. Default settings in terms of um, public versus PFF board, positional value. And we're going to do all seven rounds and see what happens. Again, we'll start slow as we enter the draft just to see how the top picks turn out. And we'll probably simulate slowly all the way to pick 11 here and then figure out what we're going to do. So Bryce Young. Will Levis this time, a little bit of randomness there. I don't think that will happen at any point, but we'll probably see all the quarterbacks go off the board um, prior to Tennessee. Now, nope, they haven't yet. So CJ Stroud is still available to the Raiders right here, who are very likely to pick him. 
the cost to move up to that spot is pretty high. First and a third. I mean, it's not too bad for the force positional spots, but the problem is the Titans are so far away from winning. I don't think we need to move up to draft Stroud, who is not even like a bona fide secure quarterback. So we'll keep moving here. I'm not a big fan of trading up in general for those that don't know, but there he goes off the board, CJ Stroud. Christian Gonzalez at corner, Paris Johnson Jr., and Jackson Smith and Jigba, JSN, as the kids call them. So we're here at number 11, and we have options. Um, now, no one is interested in trading up for this pick as of now, which makes a lot of sense based off of who's behind us. Uh, I wish JSN had held out one more pick here from the Eagles, but that's not the case. I think Quentin Johnson is the most likely candidate, although Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, we can make an argument that he's the guy as well. Um, PFF has identified the needs as wide receiver and O-line. I think that's pretty clear. I mean, there's obviously other positions that we can take a look at. But so let's check, check out both. Quentin Johnson has been dropping in a lot of mock drafts recently. I think this would be a reach for Quentin Johnson at this point out of TCU. Did have some poor graded games early on in the year. His comp is Martavis Bryant. Um, doesn't utilize his size as a weapon enough. Plays more of a finesse game. Physically impressive wide receiver. Reminds me a little bit of DK Metcalf when they were talking about him coming out of the draft. Peter Skaronsky of Northwestern. Very, very solid numbers across his entire collegiate career. Justin Pugh is his comp. Very good feet. Experience with obvious year-on-year -year improvements on tape. Upward trajectory. Seems like a pretty safe pick. Um, his arm length. This was a talk at the Combine. A um, little bit below thresholds for what we'd consider a franchise offensive tackle. That's not to say that it's a like an extreme problem by any stretch of the imagination. But I think Skoronsky is absolutely fits a need here. It's not the best value pick, but sometimes you just got to work with what you're dealt. And I think we're going to go with the offensive tackle. So I'll pause this really quickly. We'll speed things up to fast and we'll resume the draft. The Titans are picking again at number 41. Now, We'll see who's available there. It's been a lot of edge rushers in previous drafts at 41. And Tanner McKee, it's pretty consistent. Now, Tanner McKee's always here because PFF really likes him in terms of his rank relative to where he's been drafted. But if we do look at everyone else, edge rusher, edge rusher, linebacker. Now, Steve Avila of TCU would be a very good option for offensive line. It's a little bit of a reach with his ADP being 48 and us picking 41 but it's an option. Now, I think the best move here is to explore trade possibilities, see if we can move back down into this type of range. Hope Avila is still on the board. Uh, but again, we need so much help at receiver and O-line that I think trading back is the best option. So Miami's the next available pick at 51 that's willing to trade up. 
could we take a bunch of picks from them? Sure can. And see if we can add some capital from uh, next year as well. Let's go for a ton of picks and see what happens here. Okay, so Dolphins take that trade, which we're pretty happy with. Like this is a this is a rebuilding project for Tennessee. So we'll resume the draft, hit up to fifty one, and it looks like Steve Avia did go to the Dolphins, who they traded up for at forty one. So. It was either we picked him there or we lose him. Probably the best fit that was available, but it is what it is. We move on. Again, Nathaniel Dell, good option, just too good, too much of a reach. Luke Weipler, center Ohio State, who I think can probably only play center in the pros. Don't think we can move him around on the O-line as well. Shades of David Andrews. Um yeah, undersized with a tight frame, going to be a center only. So not a ton of great options here for us. We'll continue to scan the board. But again, I'm not opposed to trading down. Matthew Bergeron would be okay as an offensive lineman here. We unfortunately, you know, just for, for looking at receivers that are available, if we don't take Nathaniel Dell, it's a pretty big drop-off. But geez, that's a... That's a reach at this point. I mean, PFF doesn't like Rasheed Rice as, as much, but his ADP is higher. So I think we can wait on this just a little bit. Let's see what the trade options are. Jags at 56 would be great. Can we get the 56th and 88th pick? Let's try for it. No, they say no. Let's see if we could throw in a late pick. All right. Give up a seventh rounder, but accrued some more draft capital. And now we get down to 56, where it's not as much of a reach anymore to take a guy like Luke Weipler, who might be the best fit right now, to take a guy like Matthew Bergeron at tackle. Out of curiosity, we'll see what the trade options are. The next pick that's willing to trade is 71. That's a pretty steep drop. But is there a player that we need to pick right here? I mean, we could take Uzoma and Udike Uzoma from Kansas State. He's been available at this point in a lot of the drafts we've done so far. Not a position of need but a position of value, shades of Harold Landry. I'm sure Titans fans love to see that. I mean, that's that's an option. It's certainly an option. This is the, the toughest point I've been at, at any in the course of any draft so far with not knowing what to do. I think I'm going to go edge rusher. Not a position of need at all, but it doesn't hurt. Bud Dupree never amounted to anything for Tennessee since bringing him in. They they lose him in the offseason. Let's do it. Let's go edge rusher. PFF will probably hate that pick, but I think it's very good positional value. And we go down to number 72 here now. 
where we still have Nathaniel Dell on the board, which is great in terms of options. I think that's almost certainly going to be the pick here because we don't want to risk, again, if we filter by wide receiver, a pretty, pretty hefty drop-off. So a little bit of a reach here, like a tiny bit. It's not crazy by any stretch of the imagination. Shades of Darnell Mooney has the speed, can accelerate almost instantly, short area separator, red zone threat, small, small receiver. You'd have to put back on some pounds. That's doable. Let's do it. Nathaniel Dell. And now we have two picks upcoming in the 80s. So two round three picks, 84 and 88. So Tanner McKee is certainly an option here. This is very strong positional value. I don't know enough about Tanner McKee. I didn't watch a lot of Stanford this year. We did look him up in a previous draft, Shades of Kerry Collins. Um, certainly possible. And honestly, probably the, the favorite at this point. Um, Jamie Robinson, Florida State. Intriguing option. We're looking for that successor to Amani Hooker as well. Kevin Byard, one of the best safeties in the league. Compass Quandre Diggs, very good tackler. Mm, poor length, which you don't love for a safety, but we're in the third round here. You're not going to get a perfect prospect. We don't really have much option here. So it's really McKee and who's willing to trade here. The Cowboys at 90. That might not be bad to go back that spot um, to 90. Is anyone really looking for a quarterback? I think it's very likely McKee will still be on the board. It's a matter of whether or not our safety will be on the board. The Giants at, could, but we have the 88 pick before the Giants. So I think what we'll do is try to trade back with the Cowboys here and see what they're willing to give up if that includes future draft capital. Just loading up on this year's draft and next year's draft. And I think that's a good move for the Titans. And it works out. So Cowboys make the deal with us. McKee's still on the board. They traded up. Dallas did for linebacker. Classic Cowboys move. They love the linebackers in that organization. Uh, I think we're going to go Jamie Robinson here because he is a candidate to go to the Giants. And then we will go Tanner McKee at 90 if he's still there, which I think is very likely. And I think that's a pretty good one, too. Boom. So we got an O-lineman. We got a wide receiver. Would still like to add more depth at those positions. Went edge rusher because we had a player fall to us. Same with QB. Now it's a matter of just rounding out our roster. Um, so we're at 129 here. Moro Jomo the only player with an ADP below 129 that I see right now, Sean Tucker. I'm not ready to go halfback just yet. Let's take a quick look at what the wide receiver position where we're, where people are being drafted. So 
Xavier Hutchinson has a high ADP here, but PFF does not seem to like him all that much. Pretty solid college numbers. Had some drops last year. No, uh, no comps yet for the guys that are down this low. So I don't know enough about him. Hmm, I must have clicked a bunch of positions at once. Um, and then let's look at both offensive tackle and interior offensive line and see what's left available there. So Jared Patterson, Notre Dame at guard. PFF likes Chandler Zavala the most from NC State. That's a little bit too high at this point. We just don't have a good offensive lineman in this range that's valuable. Next pick, we could go Jared Patterson if he's around, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be. So likely what we're going to do here is start drafting best player available and just fill out our roster. And listen, interior defender, probably not the biggest position of need. Ideal defensive tackle build. Seems like the best player available on the board by quite a ways. So Moro Ajoma from Texas coming to the Titans organization. We'll go down to 147. Jared Patterson went off to the Colts at 138. Guess I could have used some capital to trade up for him. But again, I think this is a multi-year retooling. It's a multi-year retooling for the Titans. Um, Jalen Moreno Cropper, wide receiver from Fresno State. That stands out right now as well. We badly, badly need help at wide receiver. Chandler Zavala is still there. Our next pick is 186. So we're basically going to lose whoever we don't pick in this range. PFF really high on Moreno Cropper. Tough to say. Don't know much about him. But this organization is so thin at receiver that I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger there. So now we'll wait till 186 and just see names fly off the board of players that we can't get. It is what it is. Such is life. And we come to 186. Okay, Davis Allen would be a good pickup here. Oh, Zavala is still available as well. Okay, this is going to be tight. Our next pick is 197. I want to see what other tight ends are available after Davis Allen. So it's a huge drop. If we don't take Davis Allen here, there's nothing. I, I like getting a tight end late here to bolster the depth. Austin Hooper no longer there. Here's a guy. Okay, let's see. Inline snaps, not slot snaps. 11.4 yards per reception last year. Leaning to Davis Allen right now, if I look at interior O-line, if Zavala goes, we still have some options that aren't too bad to shore that up a little bit. So I'm going to go with Davis Allen here. I think this is just a very good value pick. 
And now we just pray and hope. And Chandler Zavala of NC State is still there. I'm going to go ahead and auto-pick that. I think that's this is just a no-brainer at this point. And we'll go to our final pick at 212 in round six. Juice Scruggs, center. Don't know if he has enough in him to play guard, and we don't have a scouting report on him. Played some guard in 2021, exclusively played center for Penn State last year. Could go running back depth with Eric Gray. Seems like those are the two main options for us. I prefer going O-line here just because it's such a position of need for the Titans that that's what's going to happen. And we'll simulate through the rest of this draft on Turbo and see what we get as a draft grade. This will be interesting to see what the draft grade is, especially on that edge rusher pick in the second round, which is not a position of need, but certainly a position of value. Great in the draft. Lots of picks in this one and lots of trades. Okay, Skoronsky loves the pick. Okay, so they did. They really did like Anudike Uzoma at 56. A-plus for that pick. Not a huge fan of the trade to the Jags. Thought that was pretty good. Moved down five spots. We get Dell. Tanner McKee value pick. So A-plus draft. I think we've gotten two A-pluses and an A so far. But overall... Got a big tackle, first round. Couple of wide receivers. Maybe not a game-changing wide receiver, but some upside at receiver. Quarterback that drops in the draft. Fill a couple late needs on the offensive line. I think overall, job well done for the Titans. They need a lot of work. They're ways away from being competitive in, at least from a Super Bowl side of things. But overall, we were able to round out the positions. If you did enjoy the video today, make sure you're subscribed to Forward Progress. More and more of these are coming out as we head towards the draft on April 27th. Going to create a playlist as well with all these so you can watch them all back in order if you so choose. And of course, smash that like button if you did enjoy the video. This has been On the Clock with the Tennessee Titans here on Forward Progress. Forward Progress.